Previously on the Dice Girls. Gabe, it's it's us. We brought back the fungus. From the background, you hear a very loud scream that is cut off by kind of a real gushy popping sound. What can you tell us about the little man whose head exploded? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, fella, I don't know if they uh, have a lot of head explosions under the sea, but not real common. We we did run into a couple of gnomes up in up in Narstad and and. Now that I think about it, they didn't seem like they really wanted to be there. But there was something strange going on up there near Narstad. Well, guys, should we go check out Narstad? Will our adventurers finally find out what that shrieking noise was in the Carmilla Caverns? What awaits them on the road to Narstad? And will Rachna's head explode from adorableness? You're about to find out. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to... The Dice Girls. So you were at Max's um, that night at the tavern. You got a good night's rest. Um, again, <laughs> Rachna. Rachna snores. Uh, <laughs> so maybe you guys didn't get the best night's rest. <laughs> I no. feel great. She's wonderful. <laughs> um, but no, you wake up the next morning, and um, what do you guys What do you guys decide to do? I think we were going to go back to the cave, weren't we? Uh, next yes. So uh, I just said that I slept wonderful, but probably not at all. Um, I think... Uh, Rachna probably could not sleep thinking of what could be in the cave. She thought it might be something who's in trouble, somebody who's in trouble, and it was just screaming and we just left, and I don't think she can live with herself if we don't go back to that cave. Talk it out as you your as your characters. You go to the cave. Cool, okay, let's get potions. <laughs> <laughs> let's get be, potions. That would be helpful. Cave. Yeah, I want to um, survive. So, <laughs> so we have to go back to the apothecary anyway. So your your best your best guess is that the potions would be available at the apothecary. Yeah, at Gabe's. It's the only one in town. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to Gabe's. Let's see how he's doing cleaning up the mess in his house. Because <laughs> then maybe we can sell him the purple stuff that we have. Yeah. That we got at the cave. Yes. Yeah. Some see what he says. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So you guys head um, to Gabe's Apothecary. Um, The door is open this time. There's an open sign. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to knock. (laughs) Um, There's a small bell over the door and it kind of tinkles as you go in. And as you look around, you can see a lot of counters and shelves inside. And they're stocked with all kinds of different potions and jars and little pots and salves and things like that. It's, uh, It's very colorful in there, but you can see that he keeps things really well organized. There's windows everywhere. Like, it's just... So the sunlight is coming in, and it feels really cozy in here, actually. And if you didn't know any better, you never would have guessed that something so gruesome <laughs> took place here so recently. It's it's a, a really nice little shop, actually. There's a staircase in the back, and it leads up to a second floor, which you would probably guess is where Gabe lives. And then under the staircase is a, a small door, um, and it's open, and it's dark in there, but you can kind of make out a table with some empty bottles and jars on it. And you would probably guess that that's where Gabe does work, like where he comes up with and, and, and bottles and jars and things that he sells in his store. Gabe is in there. He is standing on a stool behind one of the counters. He's restocking uh, some of the jars. They're uh, labeled antitoxin. And he looks up at you as you enter the store and smiles kind of sheepishly at you uh, and hops down from the hops down from the stool wipes his you know hands on his his apron and and comes on over to greet you and he says guys listen i'm i'm really sorry about uh about well everything last night i never would have been so rude to you guys but uh there were some pretty pressing matters that i had to attend to first uh i couldn't uh I'm just, I'm really sorry about what happened. And it's really unfortunate, you know, that we weren't, that we weren't able to help that guy. But I really did need more of that fungus. If you still have it, I I was honest when I said I would offer to buy it from you for a good price. So 
Sweet. Cool. We still have it. Probably. <laughs> I still have mine. Yeah. We, we still <laughs> have it. Yeah. I don't think I like... Didn't we all get some? Yeah, yeah we, we all we got each some. Got a we each had a nice. jar. Yeah. I don't think I like slept on top of mine and broke it or anything, so... <laughs> <laughs> Kim didn't like accidentally use it. Trigus didn't accidentally use it on himself. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he would, like, he's like, ooh, mushrooms. <laughs> <tasty."> <laughs> it's gonna make my skills so shiny. He just puts it on his shoulders because that's what he's used to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, so yeah, uh, you guys give your jars of fungus to Gabe, and he gives you each 75 gold pieces. Oh. <laughs> that kind of makes up for the snakes. <laughs> Listen, guys, I'm really sorry that I don't have more time to chat, but, you know, with everything that that happened here last night. People are coming in like crazy. So you guys feel free to browse around, but I've got to get back to, I've got to get back to stocking up my shelves because sales are, are definitely up when something like this happens. So he, oh. he heads back over. I, I thought you meant like people were excited about no about a head popping and they wanted to come in and see no they're terrified and they want to buy healing potions right right that's that's what humans do yeah man ever since that headache blow it's been like a circus in here (laughs) i saved one of the ears and like (laughs) gross so yeah he goes back to uh he goes back to stocking your shelves and uh, I'm going to actually send you guys a list of items that are available in his store. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, I'd like a potion of healing. Okay. A healer's kit. Okay. Um, I think I want to buy a couple of empty jars, too. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. And I want to get the same what she got, and then I want to get... Everything that she got? So everything, the... Well, except for, at the end, two vials instead of the jars in case... Okay. jars, vials, and... Flasks would hold different things, right? We might mm-hmm. be in a situation where we need a jar or a vial. A vial wouldn't work in this instance. Yeah. A jar. Okay. Yeah, sure. So if I got two vials, then maybe if you got like two potion bottles, bottles with your, then we'd have containers that might come in handy for different. Just a thought. Yeah, I think that sounds good. And then Alexa, are you getting the same things or what are you? Yeah, I'm getting the potion bottles. Okay, cool. All right. So you guys um, pay Gabe, and uh, he thanks you for your business, and he goes back about uh, restocking his shelves. What do you guys do next? Go to the cave. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you guys, um, you make the journey. It's it is a couple days. So remember through the the Kainan jungle. Are there any snakes? You do not encounter any snakes <laughs> this time. <laughs> you you've learned to <laughs> you learned we the went, telltale we signs. Went yeah, <laughs> you do not encounter any snakes in the jungle. It's actually a a nice peaceful, <laughs> a nice friendly peaceful. jungle. It's a friendly trek through the jungle this time. And uh, you've reached the mouth of the Carmia Caverns. Uh, and again, it's dark and spooky in there. Do we have a light? I, you have a lantern. Have a lantern. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, we... And I have candles. We got them all this way. Uh, we, we walked all this way and we didn't bring a, a lantern. I guess you have candles, it. too. Oh, I do have candles. In your in my... priest's kit, I think. So I light my lantern and we go forth. are you leading the way yeah all right so uh you walk down the it's the narrow kind of um tunnel that leads into like a a, a, a dark a much bigger chamber and as soon as you kind of step into the chamber you hear that shrieking start up again from the the back part of this chamber it sounds kind of far away but you can definitely definitely hear just this unceasing shriek noise let's go to it <laughs> um, before we walk in, can I do a perception check? Yes. See if we glean anything before we go, just waltzing up to a shrieking <laughs> monster. Go for it. Slash, pained individual. Go for it. Do I roll twenty? Yes. 20? Okay. Yeah. That's good. Get two. <laughs> oh, no. Continuing my streak of bad rolls. <laughs> You're in a cave. <laughs> Can I do an investigation check? (laughs) 
So an investigation check, you have to pick a specific thing to investigate. The, <laughs> the darkness. <laughs> uh, can I investigate the shrieking thing? Even though I can't see it, can I, like, maybe I can figure out, like, where it is in the cavern? Or... Yeah, go for it. 17? 17? Wow. All right. This Give me my, a second. It's my one good roll of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so, with your excellent perception check, you... No, it was an investigation check. Sorry. Yeah. You listen to the shrieking a little closer, and you surmise that it it's echoing in here really loudly because of the chamber and it's actually probably a little closer than you than you think it's probably about 30 or so feet away from you is what you can uh you glean from the from your excellent investigation of the sound it's the echoing makes it sound a little farther away just because it's going throughout the whole chamber gotcha uh i think we should uh go explore and see if we can make friends with the creature and find out what's painting it and I think we need to be a little more cautious. Do you remember what happened with the snakes? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Vaguely. (laughs) That's something to do with my shoulder. Um, I have a feeling that this is going to be bad. Before, when we came here, it was shrieking until we left. And now, again, it wasn't shrieking until we walked in. Oh. So, so it's probably not somebody in pain, otherwise they'd just be screaming all the time. Right. But we came all the way here, I still want to check this out and yeah. make sure. Yes. So, I, shall I go? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because again, the snakes. Okay. I shall cast the mage hand so that we can take, so the mage hand can take the lantern in no further than 29 feet away (laughs) (laughs) to illuminate what is waiting for us. That's a good idea. Let's uh, let's send it in slowly so that it can uncover what this is and hopefully maybe we can we can draw it back and not lose our lantern (laughs) um, before anything happens to it. (laughs) So Trigus, I'm guessing, casts Mage Hand? Yes. Alright, so you see this lantern just kind of floating ghost-like closer and closer to the shrieking sound. And as it gets closer, uh, it starts to kind of illuminate the, the, the space around it. You see two purple funguses. Fungi? Fungi. They're, they're huge. They're about the size of a human. And there's a brown fungi in between them. Uh, so there's purple, brown, purple. And the Two, both of the purple fungi, as the lantern gets closer, uh, these big whipping purple vines come out and slash at the mage hand. Okay. And it, um, they slash at the lantern because they can't see the mage hand. And the the lantern clatters to the floor and goes out and you're in the dark again. And the shrieking, (laughs) the shrieking uh, has still continued. My character, I don't think, would just attack it for the sake of attacking it. Yeah. But we we came all the way here. <laughs> and it has your lantern. The lantern's not broken. Yeah. Oh, we do need it's the, just out. Oh, yes. lantern. Yes. We need the lantern back. Oh, you're sneaky, though. Do you have, like, a bomb or something? <laughs> <laughs> she blows up the cave. Well, you I all have, die from I the rubble. Boat, but I'm not sure boat. if we want to... No. To straight on attack it. Okay, I'm I'm the hardiest, I think, out of all of us. Mm-hmm. I'll go over to pick up the lantern. But you're um, within striking range of the... Yeah, so it's probably not going to go well, so be ready. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we need that stupid lantern, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to walk up to the where I'm pretty sure the lantern is, because it's dark now. Yes. Um, and I'm going to go for it. Okay, <laughs> uh, so as you approach the the fungi, those, yeah, blindly, those, <laughs> those purple tendrils also kind of lash out at you and roll for initiative, Rachna. 17! All right. Wow. Two in a row. 
I'm so excited for my future roles. <laughs> they might be higher than two. So there's two violet giant human-sized fungi and one brown one in the middle. And, at, and now that you're closer, you can tell that the shrieking noise is coming from the brown mushroom itself. Okay, but the purple ones have their like tentacles striking at me. Yes. I'm going to use my battle axe okay. and uh, try and strike down the tendrils that are attacking me. Okay, so uh, you get to roll your d20 to determine if you hit it, and then you also get to add your proficiency bonus, which we didn't do last time, mm. but it still wouldn't have helped. <laughs> no, <laughs> I checked. <laughs> okay, 10 plus 2. So you hit it. Yay! Ooh, yeah. You... I hit something, guys! <laughs> <laughs> you swing with your battle axe at one of the purple tendrils, and uh, how much uh, roll your damage? Do you know how much damage your battle axe does? Does it say? One D eight. Okay, so roll a D eight. Seven. All right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so you do seven damage um, as your battle axe swings through the air. It uh, it n- cuts off this tendril completely, like slices clean through it. Um, and as soon as that happens, the purple fungus kind of just emits this poof of purple spores and shrivels up into itself into uh, kind of dust on the ground basically and it's completely dead. You killed it. Well done, fair maiden. <laughs> you guys can't, you guys can't see. see. It's dark. Well, you, you just hear, hear a just slash hear a grunt and, and a slash, slash and then like a <laughs> and then like a withering. Uh, there is another uh, there is another purple fungus however and it uh it goes to uh, strike you. Okay, uh, guys, I can barely <laughs> tell what's going on over here. If I could get a hand, I don't help. <laughs> what's your What's your armor class? Sixteen. The other purple tendril uh, from the other purple fungus goes to lash at you, but it misses oh, and kind of just swipes at the air around you. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. Cool. I'm going to strike the other tendril. I'm going to go for it. Assuming I can tell even where it's at. I, I assume I can see it just enough in front of me to... I'm not, like, swinging blindly and you I'm just happy to kill have, something. Yeah. <laughs> you might even have some kind of dark vision. I don't... I just thought of that. Oh. Do you oh. guys have dark vision? <laughs> you, I think I do! <laughs> I do too! <laughs> God, it's right here. Yeah. Dark vision. You have dark vision. I just, have we been able to see the whole time? <laughs> I have it too. I thought it was just like you see these really depressing images. Uh, no, you can see. Wow. We don't need the lantern. <laughs> well, I need the lantern. Yeah, she doesn't have dark vision. Have, yeah. She's a human. Kind of. As far as we know. As far as you know, she's a human. Oh, <laughs> also, it would be rude just to let you uh, send your lantern in. And then not bring it back. Yeah. yeah. And then we're like, okay, well, none of us likes that lantern anyways. We're just going to leave it. <laughs> Dark vision exists. So everything I said about the cave being dark and you not being able to see, I take it back. Oh my god. This is like four episodes worth of cave. (laughs) Crap. You have dark vision. Surprise. Okay, yeah, you can totally see this fungus. Cool. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it. Okay. Or am I? It's a nine plus two, right? Yes. Cool. All right. You definitely hit it. So uh, roll for damage. Roll your damage. I think it's a D. This is fun, guys. Get over here. Was it an eight that you roll? (laughs) Yeah, a D8. Oh, that's not eight. That's 12. Sorry. (laughs) Six. All right. The same thing happens when you chop through this uh, mushroom's uh, purple tendril. It emits a little poof of purple spores and shrivels and withers to the ground. And the brown uh, fungus in between them is still there, and it's just still shrieking. Cool. Is it 
my turn again? Do you guys want to do so something? So it's not like a, it's not like attacking us or anything. No, this is cool. I'm having uh. fun over here. <laughs> <laughs> when I hit the rock, is killing awesome. stuff, and I'm just like, I can't see what's going on. <laughs> so you could see, and you could applaud her for what she did. Oh yes, well done, fair maiden. <laughs> uh, okay, well, you guys want to like join in? This is pretty fun. Yes. Whenever you hit stuff. <laughs> uh, shall we try to communicate with? The brown fungus. We can try. Can Not sure how. Hello. I yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so it's shrieking continuously, and you walk up to. <laughs> Hello, fair fungus. Oh, you just call everyone fair. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it keeps shrieking. Ah. <sighs> Do you want to poke it or something? I would Maybe. love to. Fungus <laughs> moves forward uh-huh. and gives it a poke. It keeps shrieking. <laughs> so, it's not preventing us from going around it. Wasn't there something right, behind I, it? There, was there? there could Should we be. go behind we it know. and see what's back there? Because they're trying to protect something. Could be. Oh, maybe. Yes. Shall I, shall I go check? Uh, yeah, uh, how about you go behind it and try and cast the fairy fire and see if anything illuminates? Oh, wait, you can just okay. see. You can just see. Yeah, you can, can just I see. Can... <laughs> I'm the one who... Oh, can I go and pick up my lantern now? Because <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Y'all are just walking around like, wow, this is great. <laughs> wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be better if I brought it to you? Yeah, would here. You, would you use your lantern? Thank you. Okay, so I appreciate that. So I'm over here fighting this fungus monster, and you just walk up and <laughs> take the lantern from behind me and go take it back but to her. Like, here the, you go. Like nothing's happening. But the fungus in the middle is not. It's just shrieking. It's not attacking us. It doesn't yeah. have tendrils. It's not doing anything. Not anymore. Yeah. Trigus uh, gets as close to the wall of the cave as possible and then slides past the brown fungus. All right. It shrieks at you the entire time. <laughs> okay. It, it just doesn't stop shrieking. Okay. So you remember that the last time you were in the cave, you kind of heard some skittering noises um, over the <laughs> over the top of the shrieking. Um this time you hear kind of a different noise. It's it's um, more like a shuffling. Uh, <laughs> you look terrified. It's scary. It's it's more of a shuffling kind of noise. Um, and then you hear a small whimper, um, followed by an urgent shh uh, as the whimper is muffled. I feel I must go forth. And I, yeah, do you tell yeah. them what? You, do you, yeah. oh guys. i can hear shuffling i heard a whimper and then a disembodied voice said shh (laughs) should we go check it out yes we should it's cool i'll just be over here protecting Uh, i mean can it do anything can the can the brown so far, it has not done anything. It just oh, shrieks really at you. Far, I don't like this so far. <laughs> okay, um, then I don't need to attack it. I guess I can just go around it. Holy bananas, you guys! So much has happened since the last time I recorded a solo. I want to say a huge thank you to my friend Roach, who literally sent us 15 sets of dice after hearing that everyone was kind of sharing the sets of dice that I owned. He literally sent us 15 sets of dice in the mail. We are like well on our way to actually becoming dice girls now. So huge, huge thank you to Roach. Here's some huge news. We are officially on iTunes, so that is big and exciting. We are going to have our official launch date on Monday, November 5th, which will be the Monday right after this episode is posted. And we plan on having some special bonus content, so make sure you're following us on our social media. Uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at The Dice Girls, to see updates on how you can get in 
in on this bonus content that we are going to be posting on our official release day on Monday, November the 5th. Also, if you cannot wait that long for bonus content, all you have to do is go and check out our Patreon page. Uh, we have plenty of content posted every day for different tiers of our patrons. So um, we're at patreon.com slash the dice girls. And speaking of Patreon, we want to give a big shout out to our first ever patron. Huge thanks to Bergeron. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Huge thanks to Bergeron. <laughs> I hope that's how you say it. Anyways, however you say it, huge, huge thank you for pledging $10 a month to our podcast. We were absolutely blown away. Um, hadn't even officially released yet and got our first patron. Uh, you could have knocked us over with a feather. So uh, if you'd like to join him and hear your name mispronounced in the solo of this podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon. We have tiers that are available for as little as a dollar a month. I think that's all for me today. Thank you guys again for everything. We are so excited to see where this thing goes. I'm going to chat with you again next week on release day, which is also when we're putting out episode five. So I will chat with you guys then. But for now, the show must go on. Okay, so you guys kind of around that little, it's its not exactly a corner, but you know, it was a little tucked away spot that you couldn't quite see. And um, kind of huddled in the corner is a small family of dirt-streaked, terrified-looking gnomes. Their eyes are wide, and they're just kind of trembling in the corner of the cavern. Um, there's three of them. There's two adult females, um, and there is a much younger uh, male child. And they're all wearing dirtied patchwork cloaks. They've got their hoods pulled up over their cloaks. Um, the two female gnomes are, are huddled together kind of in a protective stance. They each have a hand on one of the shoulders of, of their boy. Um, and they're kind of frozen in fear, looking up at you as you approach them in this cave. Are you guys okay? <laughs> please, please don't hurt us. We're not here to hurt you. You need out of here, right? No, we can't leave. Why not? There's there's something out there. We can't, we... It's okay, it's safe now. We can get you out of this cave. Who are you? Um, <laughs> what do we What do we call ourselves? Are we, do we call ourselves adventurers or mercenaries? Or like, what, what do we refer to ourselves as? Who are you? Who are we? Wow. This is an existential <laughs> question. <laughs> These gnomes are terrified and you're having a conversation. Man. Who are who we? Who are we? <laughs> That's deep, so, man. You have an existential crisis in the cave. <laughs> you all take one psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> to protect those who are unable to protect themselves. I'm good with that. Cool, yeah. yeah. It's a little uh, long, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could just say that we're friends. We're here to help fellow That's travelers. That's a good idea. Right. Yeah, we're friends. Okay. Yeah. We're your All friends. Right. Uh, we're here to help. We're, we're friends. Uh, my name is Rachna. Uh, this is Trigus and Mara. The women remove their hoods, um, and you can see them a little more clearly now. Um, uh, one of them has green eyes and long, sandy-colored hair. Uh, it's been pulled into, like, a messy braid kind of uh, to one side, draped over her shoulder. Um, and the other one has long, darker hair that's pulled into a, a braid as well on the other shoulder. Mm -hmm. um, and their son is, uh, he's got dirty blonde hair and brown eyes, and, and he's He's just, uh, he's clearly not as haggard as they are. He's, he's kind of, he's still got that gnomish, uh, mischievousness and, and he runs right up to you, Rachna, and, uh, wraps his arms around Aww. your leg. Aww. <laughs> I want to pat him on his little head. <laughs> um, Rachna cries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
breaks down and cries. This is so beautiful. <laughs> uh, no, okay. The uh, the the two women uh, kind of smile at you as they see their son uh, take to you, and and uh, maybe you did reach down and pat him on the head, and and uh, they visibly relax a little bit. They're still definitely on guard. Uh, they're they're very they their eyes are wide, and you know you can tell they've had a pretty harrowing a harrowing journey. And the one with the blonde hair uh, speaks to you guys, and she says, "I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm I'm Ellie. This is this is Rixie, and uh, that's Wimble, our son." And, <laughs> and uh, when he hears his name, Wimble looks up really high up and says, "I'm Wimble." <laughs> Rodman dies from cuteness. <laughs> What are you guys doing in here? We're hiding. We, um, we, we've been running for a long time. It feels like maybe weeks, maybe, maybe a month now. Um, something is out there and it's, it's hunting our people. We're from, we're from a town called Grimwick. I don't know exactly where it is compared to here. I don't know exactly where we are. Um, but it's, it's a a little logging town and about, about six months ago, gnomes just started disappearing and it was really slow at first you know we thought maybe they'd gone adventuring and didn't come back and and then as as time went on more and more started started kind of going missing and 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 we started to get a little concerned so so the town kind of put up you know guards to to try and protect the gnomes who lived there and and then the guards started getting killed in the middle of the night and and gnomes kept disappearing faster and faster so eventually we are you know we're forced to try and try and escape the place and and hide from whatever's hunting us and we don't know who we can trust and you know some of us were able to stay behind but but not not everybody was willing to take that kind of risk you know to to protect us and 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 so uh, we we kind of just scattered and uh, Rixie and I have been you know in this cave for maybe only a couple of days now there were some pretty nasty spiders that we were able to take out and now we've kind of just hiding out here for the time being. Is there somewhere you can go that you know? Do you want... There's a, there's a town near here. Do you want to go there? I don't know that it's any safer, but it's got to be better than in here. I don't I don't think we can... I don't think we can leave right now. I don't think... I don't think it's safe out there yet. It's been too soon. And 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 we don't want to bring any danger to this town. You know, every everywhere we've gone has kind of followed and and you know when we started out a couple weeks ago there were a lot more of us but this thing whatever it is has has continued hunting us and and Mm. we don't want to cause any trouble to the town that we go to so we we we, we figure we'll just be okay here for now so with the the purple fungus did you create that to protect yourselves so that you could hide in here we didn't we we didn't create it, but it was it was here, and we were able to kind of get around it. We re- we recognized it. We have those back in back in Grimwick as well. Um, they're they're just uh, they're violet. They're called violet fungus, is what we call them. And and then the um, it, it's actually been good at at helping us get food. Uh, the the brown one in the middle is a shrieker, and it kind of lures in creatures. And then the brown, the purple ones attack it. And then when the things <laughs> when the things die, we're able to to eat it, you know. So now we've <laughs> um, killed their <laughs> their food source, basically. Uh, I have some bad news. <laughs> we we didn't know. I I just I just killed the the purple ones. The brown one is still there, but the purple ones are not. Is there anything is there anything we can do? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know it was. I thought it was. I thought it was mean. <laughs> it uh, it attacked, and so I attacked back. This time, um, the other gnome, Rixie, uh, she speaks up and she says, "There's there's another there's another um, tunnel to this cavern that has a couple more shriekers and, and violet fungus. We should be able to to kind of make make our way back there." Fairly easily. We've, like I said, we've dealt with them a lot before, so we know how to avoid them, and we should be okay. I don't blame you. Uh, it attacked you. Please don't tell anyone that we're here. We don't. We don't want to. We have to stay hidden. We we can't. 
and she makes like a gesturing motion to Wimble and he goes over and, and gives her a hug and says, you know, we can't, we, we have to keep our boy safe. But we had a run-in with another gnome who was attacked by something. Um, maybe you know him? It was, it was at the town near here. Uh, he wore green and orange suspenders and he had blonde hair. Rixie's eyes get kind of wide and she says, Garrick? Oh. oh no. Is he okay? Oh, oh no. He's, um, he didn't make it. Rixie and Ellie both look down at, at Wimble and, and they, they kind of just take a moment and breathe. They sigh and then they, you know, look back up at you and, and Ellie says, thank you, thank you for, for letting us know. Um, we're sorry to hear about him. It's been an awful lot of that lately. So I'm honestly not surprised. Do do you know anything at all about what's happening? Do you know who might be targeting gnomes? All I know is that we just started disappearing and, and nobody really could pinpoint why. It was always in the middle of the night. It was always, you know, uh, not nothing, no trace, no trace left. Like someone just came in and scooped him up and ran away and, and you know... I don't, I don't know anything about what happened to anybody after that. We're about to head out to Narstad. Uh, we might have a lead there. Do you know where Grimwick is in relation to Narstad? Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I've never been to Narstad, but, I, but I've heard of it. It's, uh, it's uh, northwest of Grimwick, and and then Narstad and Timbertide. Those are, those cities are, uh, those are up there next to each other. But I haven't really heard any news from from there. I mean. It's hard to get news when you're on the run. Uh, I just, any way that you could help would be, I would never be able to repay you. Wimble is kind of inching closer and closer to you because you're shiny. Oh, and um, you have soup on your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and he's kind of just like kind of reaching his hand out like he wants to touch one of your scales. Hello, little person. <laughs> he looks up at you. I'm Wimble. <laughs> Hello, Wimble. I am. Trigus Garganath. <laughs> I had to look at my papers. <laughs> Trigus Garganath. But of course you already know this. You know my name. You know my my legend. Twigus! <laughs> can I can I pick him up? <laughs> can I pet him? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I mean, he's a child. He's yeah. So I pick him up so I can look him in the eyes and and I just ask him, what delayed your growth? <laughs> Twiggis! <laughs> this one is cute. Have you seen the cute one, Magma? Please gaze on it. Magma! <laughs> there. Yes. Thank you, Trigus. I have seen, yeah. I've hold, seen the gnome. Hold him. Hold him. I don't want to hold the gnome, Trigus. Let's... <laughs> Can we take this one with us? No, Trigus. It will be our pet. He has to save this. No! Trigus! His moms are starting to look a little concerned. Okay. Guys, we gotta get going. Let's leave. I take the child and I give him back to the no. I'm very sorry. It's his second day on land. second day on land. <laughs> it's actually like his eighth or ninth. It's oh. like his, he's only okay. Uh, it's, it's, he's he's not familiar with. He's from underwater. <laughs> he's not familiar with our customs, so we're just gonna take him and go. I'm very sorry about that. Uh, good luck to you. We're going to leave before we insult you anymore. Oh, no. Rixie, Rixie, and Ellie are actually a little amused by this whole. <laughs> This whole exchange. Like, they were a little worried. <laughs> they were a little worried when Trigus started talking rope. <laughs> they looked at each other. They shared a glance. <laughs> um, but but they're really good natured uh, under all their fear. <laughs> and, and they're kind of just, they're laughing. And, and Wimble is just jumping up and down. Uh, Twigus! Twigus! <laughs> Repeating your name over and over. Um, and... They, the the two women, they they thank you, um, and and kind of, uh, you know, 
just they're they're grateful for whatever help you can offer they say well uh thank you for uh <laughs> thank you for the information um well we're trying we don't know what anything either we're heading out to narstad uh now so maybe we can crack this open rixie so. says <laughs> that was maybe a poor choice of words though <laughs> oh no but they don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Ellie, that. Ellie, and Rixie don't know no. that. Rockness says that out loud and then starts sweating <laughs> profusely. And then Trigus is like, like that. No. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they 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 nod at you and and Rixie says thank you thank you again uh, again please please don't tell anybody that we're here uh, I, I don't know if we'll still be here you know when or if you come back but. But just know that you you have our, our gratefulness. Maybe we should get their numbers so we can call them. <laughs> <laughs> Check on them. I'm worried about the little guy. I don't know if they have good reception in here. Oh, so no. this cave reception it's is real yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. there's someone screaming over there all the time. Uh, it's hard to hear. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go. Yeah. Before we do anything else. <laughs> Before Trius actually kidnaps a child. <laughs> oh, Wimble. That will be his his fame. That will be his, his claim that will to be fame. Legacy. Kidnapping. <laughs> Kidnapping a small gnome child. <laughs> All right, so you guys managed to make it back out of the cave. You survived! Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, also, you got your lantern back. Nice! I did a combat and I won. You <laughs> did! <laughs> you did! Good job. Good job. We're still in good shape, so I don't see any reason to head back to Edoran. So we should probably just head straight for... Narstad. Narstad. <laughs> we should yes. just head straight for Narstad. Yeah, I agree. We must avenge Thimble and his family. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure thing, Trigus. <laughs> Alright, so you guys start out on the path. Uh, you start out on the path to uh, Narstad. Uh, there is a, a pretty well-established uh, road between Adoran and Narstad. It's a it's a well-traveled path. It's a common common way to travel. Um, it's it's kind of a wide dirt path. Uh, it winds through a forest, so there's forest growth on on either side. Um, you're occasionally passed by other travelers riding in like horse-drawn carriages or wagons. Um, the weather is is mild this time of year. It's 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 like early autumn, um, so it's it's not too bad. It does get a little chilly at night, but nothing that that you three can't really handle. Um, the walk is actually during the day downright pleasant, so you guys have a, a pretty a pretty good time of it. And and luckily, there's previously established um, camping spots all along the side of the road because it is well traveled, and so. Um, you know this this part of the country right now is is peaceful enough that you feel fairly safe and and using your using your campsites along the way feels safe rock now you're pretty relieved to be traveling um this this way you you know um that narstad is a much bigger city than adoran and people who are there are going to be much more accustomed to half orcs Trigus, you have no worries at all because you don't even know to be worried. Yeah, I think Trigus is loving it. Like, <laughs> but a nice he's, walk. He's yeah. Like, wow. But Trigus also uh, will still maybe be met with some curiosity, but uh, but much less so than in the very small uh, small town of Adorn. So you're all kind of in, in pretty good spirits, actually, as you as you head north. Uh, on the third day of your journey, you see a wagon that's pulled off to the side of the road. Uh, it's like a small burgundy and navy colored it looks kind of like a, a caravan wagon and um, the door on the wagon opens and you see coming down the there's wooden stairs uh, from the back door to the ground you see coming down the stairs a, a very round red-faced man uh, he's bald and has a big bushy mustache uh, he's wearing brown overalls that are covered in dust and he's carrying a box full of items which he sets down on a simple wooden table next to the wagon and he's humming to himself as he as he unpacks. What ho, ugly creature? <laughs> oh no. I don't don't mind him. He's not he's he's, oh. he's a fish. He's a fish. He doesn't understand the complexities of human interaction. <laughs> we are here to make friends. When you try to make friends with someone, Trigus, you don't call them ugly. Is that offensive? It, yes. <laughs> I will write that in my notebook. <laughs> okay. 
the man is his eyes are kind of just he doesn't know exactly what to make of you three uh he's 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 definitely curious. Uh, he's 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 a little embarrassed um, by being called ugly, but but he he seems to to kind of you know write himself off and, and brush it off. Well, well, hello there. I'm Hector. Welcome to my wagon of trinkets. Ooh, trinkets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kind of trinkets do you have? Uh, I have many many kinds of trinkets. Um, um, what what was your names? Uh, I'm Rachna. Rachna. <laughs> Mara. Mara, nice to meet you. As you know, I am Trigus. Uh, uh, hi, Trigus. I do not, I do not believe we've met before. Trigus Garganath. The name precedes me. I'm so sorry. I've traveled this country far and wide, and I don't believe I've ever heard of a Trigus Garganath. It's very shocking that my name has not carried this far. Well, I look forward to getting to know you, I suppose. <laughs> As I said, my name's Hector, and that over there is Bastion. And he points towards the front of his wagon. And as you are approaching closer, you see this absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, intricate clockwork horse attached to the front of the wagon. And the horse, uh, at the mention of his name, he turns his head and gives a small mechanical sounding whinny at you at the three of you cool <laughs> uh, i like your horse thank you very much he took me about a, a year and a half to build but he's been a fine companion and and he definitely helped move things move things along you know pulling this caravan is not easy so uh wow you built him yourself i did i did yes i've i've you know uh uh, study mechanics for a very long time very fascinating to me so I decided I needed a companion so may, may we caress it you know he has some a lot of sharp uh, edges I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it actually ah. he's he's ah. he's completely metal so uh, ah. uh, he is friendly though I mean he's not he wouldn't never hurt a, a creature on purpose uh, but uh, I, I wouldn't recommend petting him perhaps a hug you know he's a little stabby <laughs> Okay, no hugs, guys. Yeah, let's thank you, Chris. <laughs> so, uh, what what brings you uh, three travelers this way? He's talking to you as he continues, kind of setting up shop. We're we're going to Narstad. Narstad, oh oh, Narstad. What's what's in Narstad? Hopefully, little people. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Um, we are here. We are here uh, to avenge our little pet, Thimble. Uh, not exactly. I don't know what he's talking we, about. We met a gnome child. Oh. We, we uh, No, no, we didn't. We can't <laughs> tell people about the gnomes <laughs> we met, guys. <laughs> I didn't say that. That didn't come out of my mouth. <laughs> we, um, he's talking about his pet cat. Thimble. <laughs> Thimble is a good name for a cat. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had heard that some gnomes were being attacked and possibly taken Ah, oh, yes, I've I've heard some similar stories along my travels. Some some terrible rumors are floating about and you know, you never can tell what actually is going on, but but I I wish you luck on your on your journeys. Uh, be careful. You haven't heard anything about what this what might be happening? Oh, I've heard 17 things about what might be happening. There's uh, someone, oh man, someone told me that someone has bred some kind of creature that has a thirst for the little the little fellers, and, uh, you know, I've heard another rumor that some kind of dark cult is kidnapping them for ritual sacrifices. I've heard that some highly powerful military guy is trying to build up a gnome army. I've heard that it's a secret society, you know, dedicated to eradicating gnomes completely. I I don't know. There's so many. When you travel, you meet so many people and, and hear so many stories along the way. It's hard to pick out the truths from the from the fantasies at that point. So I really, I really, I don't know what's going on. I know gnomes are disappearing and that's about... Uh, the extent of my knowledge on the subject. I see. Uh, can I do a... Let's do some checks. I want to do a perception check. A perception check. Okay. Yeah. Two. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a road. <laughs> Hector has a horse. <laughs> Does anybody else want to do a perception yeah, or an investigation? I should have done an investigation. 
Yeah, I'll do an investigation. All right, what are you investigating? On uh, Hector, yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Hector is a guy. (laughs) He's wearing overalls. (laughs) They're brown. (laughs) Someone called him ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So should I do a perception check? On Hector. An investigation on Hector? Investigation. Yeah. Investigation. Investigation. A one. (laughs) You are outside. Hector is alive. You investigate and you discover that Hector is breathing. Um, should we look at his wares? Yes, we must see if he has soup. I don't think he has soup, but he might have trinkets. Actually, uh, uh, fellow fellow travelers, you know, I I do have um, I do have some things that you're you're much uh, welcome to look at. Uh, I make many of these items myself. Some of them I've come across along the way, and and uh, I. I would be happy to share them with you. I also, uh, in case you're interested, and normally this is more for the kids, but I do have a, a sort of like a, a little trinket grab bag that I that I like oh, to do. Oh, uh, I will and... have one of those. How do we how do we exchange? You know, for the three of you, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and offer it to you for no cost. Um, <gasps> I will warn you that oh, the most this of is wonderful most of it is useless junk, but there are a couple of good things in there. It's just an amusing little thing I do for the kids. So uh, he he, I'll be right back. He goes into his wagon and comes back out carrying a whole box that has some little. Um, pouches uh, of different sizes and and uh, there's a bunch of different pouches in this box and he says you know just go ahead and, and reach by it if you want grab one and and whatever's in it is yours I will take one okay Trigus takes one I'll take one you guys I'll take one so Trigus you open up your little pouch and uh, you reach in and it's it's a real small pouch that you've chosen it's very tiny it's a okay. lot smaller than than the rest of them. Um, you reach in and you pull out a small band of iron and it shines brilliantly. The sunlight is just glinting off of it and it's shining brilliantly. The weird thing is, though, it's completely rusted, but it's still shining. It's beautiful. Look what I got. Congrats. <laughs> Are you jealous of this? Oh, I don't shines. know what's in mine yet. So It, it, it shines... Like I do. This is a wonderful pairing. Are you going to wear it? What do I do with it? You can put it on your finger. It's a ring? It's a band. Yeah, it's a little band. Yeah, I bet it would fit on your finger. Okay. So, I put it on my finger. It continues to shine brilliantly. Have you seen seen (laughs) my ring? It's it's very beautiful. beautiful. Would you like to kiss the ring? (laughs) Not at all. Not at all. No. I will kiss the ring. (laughs) <laughs> this man is easily amused, is he not? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Thank, I'm, I'm glad you like what you got, dear friend. Lovely. Good. Is, is it useless? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mara. You uh, pull out. It's, it's also small. You manage to pull out... It's it's an it's like a lump of metal, and it's it's just it's just odd. It looks like you know just someone scrap metal melted and remelted, and it's just it's just a lump now. And um, it also uh, smells like sweat and rotten fish. <laughs> oh, that is one of my relatives. <laughs> may I? May I? May I smell it? How about it, dude? Oh, home. Oh, may I, may I trade you for the brilliant shining rock? If that's what you want, Trigus. So I'll give you this, and I have the treasure of the sea. Hector is looking. He's like clearly trying not to laugh. As Trigus smells this rotten fish, fish and sweaty metal. This is the perfume my mother used to wear. <laughs> no. I shall treasure it always. 
Good. Good. Well, let's see what you have, madam. So uh, you actually pick a much larger uh, bag. It's it's not super heavy. It's actually quite light, uh, lightweight, but its size is, is what appeals to you. And you open it up and you pull out a beautiful sundress. Um, it's, it's, it's white and it has big giant sunflowers all over it. Uh, it's got, um, it's, it's got a little bit of lace trim around the end of it. And it's just, it's, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful dress. I don't know if it's your style, but it's a beautiful dress. I want to know if it's my size. And it is. It is exactly your size. What? Um, Someone made a dress in my size. I'm like giant. I mean, people come in all shapes and sizes in this world. Okay. okay, okay. Man, it must be rough being a being a seamstress. Right. Make all the different sizes. Right. Anyway. And Hector Hector nods and smiles. Ah, that's a that's a good a good choice, madam. This dress was actually. Believe it or not, made by a blind seamstress, so it is especially lucky. And uh, you Ooh. got a you got a good one. I don't think it's gonna stay this nice. I'm I'm traveling a lot, but thank you. You're very welcome. Um, please feel free to browse around, and if there's anything you might like, uh, I do have some items for purchase as well. And he gestures to the table of of odds and ends uh, that you see, and I'm going to send you another short list. So for the for the recording, I did want to um, maybe talk about some of the, real quick, the items that we like, mm-hmm. and I wanted to thank, um, there's a Twitter called uh, the Catalog of Slightly Magical Merchandise, <laughs> where I got a, most of these items. Um, and so if, you, if you're listening and you want to check it out, it's, um, it's at of slightly on Twitter. You three are not allowed to look at it. <laughs> but, uh, I'll forget after this anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, wanted to say thanks to that, um, Twitter for this catalog of slightly magical merchandise <laughs> that Hector made. I'm intrigued by the rope. So as Hector sees you eyeing the rope, uh, he comes over to you and says, this is a very interesting item. Uh, it's, uh, it's the rope of inconvenience. And, uh, if, if you plan on using it in your adventures, well, don't. Uh, it's it's enchanted to always be ten percent too short for whatever you need it for. Uh, good gag gift, though. If you sneak it into someone else's bag, you know it's uh can cause some pretty funny misadventures. I think. Sounds perfect. Sounds useful. Sure. I disagree. <laughs> no, no offense, sir. Uh. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, I would like your box of jewels. Ah, yes. Uh, so, a small, ornately carved wooden box. Inside of it are five differently colored gemstones. You can feel that the gems are somehow powerful, but how to use them is a mystery. There's an inscription on the inside that has been partially scratched out. It reads, Elements of the O and the hooped gold earring. <laughs> a single gold earring formed in a thick hoop. When worn on the left ear, the earring causes the wearer to speak like a pirate. When worn on the right ear, the earring whispers a pirate-themed joke into the ear once per day. I want it, but I don't think Rockna would want it. But the jewels, for sure. <laughs> so uh, he sees you eyeing the the box of jewels, and he says, "Ah, yes. Uh, this is actually an item that I've come across in my travels. I I didn't make this one. I don't know much about it. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't believe the jewels are are, are worth you know much. They're not um, genuine genuine gemstones. I don't. I don't think um they could just be brightly colored jewels, but." Uh, Something about them is definitely intriguing, is it not? Uh, yeah, I almost feel that the gems are somehow powerful. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact feeling I get from them as well. Uh, yeah, I'll take them for seven gold. All right, perfect. Mm. I I'm broke and I need to stop buying things. <laughs> uh, I am looking at the mysterious iron key. A two-inch wrought iron key that can permanently lock any lock. A mechanism locked by this key can only be opened by the knock spell. Once used, the key rusts itself to dust when use. Yes, that's mm-hmm. a, a yes. I designed this item myself, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's good for securing securing items. Uh, if it's anything you need access to, again, make sure you know the knock spell or someone who knows it. Uh, but yes, have it's it's have at it. I'm I'm happy to happy to sell it to you. And I will take this magnificent rope. Yes, the rope of inconvenience, yes. as we mentioned. It have it's all yours, Matt. Thank sir. you. It's all Thank yours, you. sir. I'm, what are you going to... Do you have any plans for that rope? Yes. 
What do you? That's all she gives. That's all it gives you. Yes. I, I cannot tell you. Okay. I, all right. I, I cannot tell you. I know that it shall save us at some point in our journeys. I think it's. I think it's designed not to. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do whatever you want with your money. You know, I will. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let I'll leave you be. Well, thank you all so much for your business. Mm-hmm. I I I very much appreciate it. I wish you all the best of luck in your journeys in your journeys to Narstad. Um, have 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 a safe travel and and maybe we'll cross paths again someday. Thank you. I hope we do. Yeah. And um, he you know goes back to his shop and kind of just. Hums and to himself happily. We've made some sales today and he's in a good mood. So uh, you guys will continue on your journey down the road. Mm-hmm.